This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, welcome to the Daily Live. Once again, very warm. I, that, that, I just feel like that's how I always have to open the show at the moment. That's good. But it is, there's no air in here really, is there? No. In this building. Even with a little slither of a window open. But I hope you're all good. Friday, the 16th of June, Everton still haven't signed 80-12 players. And um, I'm fuming. I'm not really. I'm not really. Is that what it is? In here, though, it's about, feels about 45. 30 old in here. Yeah. Uh, Everton have confirmed their pre-season fixture list. Oh, it's finalised. It's all finalised like, no and done. So what's the done last one? and dusted. Last one is Sporting Lisbon. At Goodison Park. Sporting. Um, yeah. On the, yeah, yeah, probably don't need Lisbon anymore, but Sporting uh, on the 5th of August at Goodison Park. So. If I had a second team. Three o'clock. Yeah, if I had a second team. It'd be Sporting, wouldn't it? Well, it is, because when you I lived, lived there, yeah. I was not going to support Benfica for no other reason. The colour they play in. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. Uh, some of the lads who work for me were all sporting fans, so that was it. So that was the one. So I've been there, watched the old, the, the real eagle, not the one Palace have, flying around before games and things. Yeah. And off you go. So just in case you were wondering, Everton's six pre-season fixtures are uh, Stad Nyon on the 14th of July, uh, Wigan Athletic on Saturday the 22nd of July, that's a two o'clock kickoff at the DW Stadium. Uh, hang on. Hang on, that's not right. This is off Everton. Oh, hang on, or is it? Yeah, right, it is. I apologise, it is. We're also playing Tramia on the 22nd of July at 2 o'clock and Everton 11, so it'll be a split squad. Be the old David Moyes pre-season again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're playing Wigan and Tramia both on Saturday the 22nd. So when did Wigan get added? Ah, that's it. Just today? Today. All oh, right, OK. So there you go. Hey, hey, that's the 22nd, yeah. Everton 11 will play at Tramia, the first team if you want to call it that, will be at Wigan on that day, Saturday the 22nd of July, both 2 o'clock kickoffs. Then Tuesday the 25th of July, we play Bolton Wanderers at yep. the University of Bolton Stadium, that's a 7.45. Uh, we then go to Stoke on the 29th of July, that's a 3 o'clock yep. kickoff, and we finish our pre-season with Sporting Club of Portugal at Goodison Park, Saturday, August 5th, 3 o'clock, as a precursor to Fulham at home, in the Premier League the week later. So, good, good, good. Yeah, six games there, or five and a half, whichever way you look at it, given that the uh, the Tramia game will be an Everton 11. Uh, David Moyes did this, didn't he? Years, you sorry, might be a bit too young now. But, um, but split the teams on the first, like basically the first thing. I, I, I remember playing teams like what we're playing now, and it being more just like... A, you know, just get out to play a tough, tough side, but it's not you're playing a Premier League side. But no, I never remember. Played, I think we played Berry, and someone teams. in the comments will update me on the other one where we played the same at the same time. So do you have like two mixes of first team and, mm. and kids? Whether whether John Dyke will do that, I don't know. And That's then probably just... that Lisbon one's probably going to be like a 
full team, get your new signings in. Oh, yeah, any. all of that. Yeah, I think for most of them, they will be the first team, won't they? Um, Europa League for them this year. Sporting. Oh, sporting, yeah. Finish fourth. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Should be good. Should be good. Pre-season's great anyway, isn't it? Let's be honest. I hope we lose them all. <laughs> Bit hot, John. Yeah. Like thirsty. They're not real games, are they? You want to win. Put it this way, my kids team lost last night in the friendly. I'm fuming. So, Andy, we're back. so long ago. We won a game 20-odd. Yeah. And it was the greatest Everton game I've seen for years, 22-0. People were moaning. I was made up. Watching Everton score 22 what, what goals season? in a game. Yeah, but what season was it? What 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 happened straight after? Lots of things happened. Were we were we rubbish or were we good after? We were amazing. Were we? No. No, I don't remember being amazing. You should be on camera. I am. I got the webcam. He's got. He's in the corner. You want to be? You want to be? Erding twenty two nil. If you don't like seeing Everton score twenty two goals, in the yeah, game, I, yeah, and but, Sandro Ramirez but, not get one of what them. What I want to see then. Is a new signing come onto the pitch and we go, he looked good and he works. That's that's win or lose for me, not doesn't matter. It's a bonus. But just be productive. That wobbly leg's probably why he can't be on proper camera. I know, well, yeah, I got, well, he got it. absolute loads of stick the other day with the wobbly leg. I've got really bad restless Chase leg syndrome. The socks, though. You've got really bad what? Restless leg syndrome. You need it's magnesium. The blood flow. It's magnesium. Oh, yeah. If you have magnesium, socks, it would stop shaking. Mm-hmm. It's changed his socks though. Yeah. Same with my hands. We'll get my son, mag- mate, get a magnesium supplement and stop your legs shaking, yeah. seriously. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, just tell your brain, stop doing Anyway, that. anyway, I'm not sure anything. it's that easy, John, but back to the pre-season, obviously. This, because it, it stopped. It's difficult. It'll start <laughs> again. It's really, it'll, really, really. It'll is. start it's again. He's, focus, what man. he's doing, yeah, he's keeping, he's keeping it tense. So, pre-season. I'm saying it, it's, of course, you want to see new players, you want to see people come on and look like they... They mean business, don't you? That's that's what it's all yeah, about, yeah. isn't it? Um, so yeah, good set of, I, I suppose, a decent set of fixes. There's been, of course, there's been much better pre-season fixtures. It's looked, it's looked nicer when you're playing in America or when you're playing here, there, or everywhere. But it's all about getting the team ready, isn't it, for the for the first game of the season? And um, so the first one, you know, you, Everton has set a soft target for having players through the door. You want them available for that game against Tranmere and the one against Wigan, i.e. ones that fans are more country. likely to be able to go to. Yeah, I'll be honest, I want them playing against Stad Nyon. Well, yeah, that because would be, that means they'll be in, they'll be in with them in the training that camp. That would be overachieving. Yeah, it shouldn't be. I know because, it shouldn't. See, I mean, we did have James Sarkovsky in for day one of the season last yeah, year, yeah. which was an anomaly, but obviously, but he was a free. I could give you probably 15 frees you haven't No, no, but as we discussed yesterday, Mm. if we're going to use all our free slots, then Mm. you might say, well, four of them need need to be there. Sorry, loan slots. Mm. That's equivalent, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Just be there on the first day. Mm. So hopefully that work is ongoing. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, I mean, a few people are um, a little bit restless over the the Bill Kenlight situation, but not necessarily just, if we just park Bill Kenlight out the way for now. As a as a an issue, there's obviously there is there's no but no CEO there currently. There's no other okay. The other two you can argue their importance if you want, but one's a, one is a finance fella, so he's not there either. And Everton should be should they not trying to get signings tied up certainly. So we're saying 
be nice for them to walk into Finch Farm in the back for pre-season tra- mm. the testing and all that ahead of going away. That work should be ongoing now, shouldn't it? Is this there any concern for yeah. you that because of the board or the CEO or the finance person that that, that isn't going on? Or do you just expect everything to be rolling as if nobody's... I just expect everything to be rolling. Is that from a John Blaine standpoint? Or or do you just think, Uh, given the football club the benefits of the doubt, it'll just still continue? Because sometimes, John, they are two different things. What you would do in your business world and everything else. What you're saying, of course this will happen because this is what I would do. But I just mean... Of course me, it would carry on. Um, Then me... Saying what I really think might be going on in there <laughs> yeah. is that the sporting side, just like the rest of the business, will not have the best of morale because classic fear, uncertainty, yeah. doubt, you know, FUD, they're the real things that get to people. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And therefore, the, it, it's funny because being the type of character I am, excuses are being made, oh, sorry, prepared day by day for failure. Yeah. You know, yeah. we get to the end of the window and we haven't got the players we wanted. Well, what can you expect? We didn't have a board. You know what I mean? Mm. We, we, we've talked on that sofa over there many times that the leadership's job is to remove all the excuses. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah? Yeah. And, and this club just gives people excuse after excuse after excuse. But um, no, I, I, I think in real life, I don't think Sean and Thelwell are doing anything less than they would be doing if... Denise was sat in Finch Farm saying, come on, lads, let's, you know, let's go. Yeah. Um, because those people were just not involved. The only person who would have been involved in what one might refer to as the day-to-day of the sporting side um, would be Bill. And he's sort of still around, isn't he? Yeah. So, so no, there's no reason why. I mean, we're seeing games are getting organised, mm. games are getting announced. Yeah. You know? Okay, good. Um, so, so, yes. Clearly, as it drags on, which is why I said I start getting worried when you get into July. Mm, yeah. Things haven't happened because then you really are into the space where you're making decisions. Um, but you can't make them because actually there's no one around to make them. Mm, okay. You know, who, who's going to yeah. be acting chief exec? Well, if you look, if you determine who's the most senior person who's still at the club, excluding Bill, it's probably, probably Richard Kenyon. Richard Kenyon's got being a chief exec in his background. So if your interim board members are going to come from the club, why hasn't it already been done? Because there's like one candidate to play mm-hmm. chief operating officer or chief exec or whatever. The finance guy, you know, again, anyone can go on a website and, and make an educated guess that the guy who's going to go on the board, if he's from within the club, will be the guy who's a finance director, right? So, so you've got Richard, you've got James, in the short term, notwithstanding what people want to happen with Bill, you only need three, and you say we're functional again now. Mm. We've got a replacement for Denise, and he reported to Denise for a long time, Richard. And we've got a replacement for Grant, and presumably this guy, because he's called finance director, used to report to Grant Ingalls. They, that's just, mm. they could have just made a decision and done it. You know, yeah, and, and, and so that suggests it's from outside, then. Doesn't well, it? that's what would people would conclude that suggests that. You know, mm. I just think that that they, um, well, we know, or I've accused the club of exhibiting what I call flocking behaviour, that they focused on one issue, and and they do take their eye off the ball. Or in the past, they have appeared to take their eye off the ball, and I think that's what you're alluding mm. to. If they take their eye off the ball on the sporting side, do we get deep into a transfer window? 
targets we wanted just haven't happened mm. because, well, just because they didn't. Yeah. No real reason, hence excuse. So every day you think, surely someone's got to wake up, smell the coffee and go, you know what, these guys are always going to be the two that we stick on for a few weeks or whatever it is. Mm. Just get let them get on with it. Um, but you talk to people at the club, I talk to people mm. at the club, none of them have a clue mm. what's going on. Therefore, and I doubt Bill has a clue what's mm. going on either. Therefore, it's all in, in a bloke offshore somewhere, either on a boat, in an apartment, flying in an aeroplane, yeah. talking to all and sundry about all and sundry. Meanwhile, nothing's going on. Stuff's on pause. Days are going by. Well, I mean, Eugene said Simon Jordan has gone in on Farad today. Yeah, I never heard. I yeah. don't listen to that station yeah, really, yeah. but I, yeah. I did see someone tweet that they were going to have a go at the uh, the open letter and stuff, but that would inevitably involve, well, you might not like it as an outsider, but you also got to be able to understand the sentiment when no one knows what's going on. Mm. So I don't know what he said. Anyone... Well, he's blamed, he's just says blame Farad Mashiri. Um Rightly for, so. for the mess that Everton are in. And he, Rightly I, I so. I think, yeah. I mean, it, yes, the others are the others are culpable, of course. They are Bill Kenley. Denise Barra-Baxendale, absolutely culpable for what's gone on. But the fella who owns it all and who is making decisions behind people's backs, it seems. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there that says this. And I think sometimes... Sometimes there isn't smoke without fire, is that so? We, you know, we know he's erratic. I mean, even this would suggest, John, and, and that this is a we listen, we know, and it's out there. Different sources have put it out that the board wanted to leave a few months ago, and yeah, from a human point of view, you can understand it. If I was on the board and the fans had turned against me, I'd want out because you'd think, well, mm. first and foremost, I'm, I'm at the, whether they look at it, I don't know, but I'm a distraction. It's the first thing. Second thing, am I going to get confronted just trying to do my job? That's a distraction. So, And they don't want me here, so why would I stay? You'd have to have pretty thick skin to be able to put up with all that. I haven't. Wouldn't yeah, yeah. be able to do that and wouldn't want to. So the board of... St- or, or there's been no announcements anyway till the season's done. Everyone stayed together till the season's done. It's gone. But if I was far up Mashiri, once January happened and all of that fallout and you're seeing it's not getting back. And this is a fella as well, don't forget that, did say on a, the interview that he gave something along the lines of, I am willing to do whatever it takes to get, to get the fans back on side. Absolutely right, so yeah. He knew the fans weren't on side, which is, you might go, of course he did, well, He's, a, he's, a, he's done other things that wouldn't suggest he knows what day it is, given, you know, with the Rafa Benitez stuff. But anyway, that's where we were. So he thinks, hang on, the fans aren't on side. So therefore, I have to try to work my way to get these people back with us because they are the lifeblood of the club, blah, de, blah, de, blah. And if that results in this board going, and you would imagine if this board were trying to go in February, March. Let them. Right. Well, you're like, well, you do for me. You do one or two things, John. You can tell me something different. But if if I'm Farad Mashiri, you're on Everton's board, and you go, listen, Farad, I want out. The fans are against us now. Um, we're a distraction. We're everything, and we think it's better for the club and for us if we go. And someone within that board says, we sh- let's stick it together to keep. See, let's try and stay stable as we can to keep the club up in the division. Then we will do it at the end of the season. And I'm aware that that's your feeling. Surely then I'm thinking, 
John's going to go in May because he's told me he's not happy he's going to go right I need to be looking for someone to step into John's shoes in May or early June it was June wasn't it it was it was this Whenever, was yeah. it this week when it was this feels like a long week it was Monday wasn't it when it's they this announced week. it right yeah Monday 5 o'clock it's the 16th of June and he will have I guarantee you will have known for 3 4 months that these want these people want mm-hmm. to vote and yet we're still here and you're, what you're saying, I think, is, well, if he's going with an interim and there's people in the club right now that could have just kept things just ticking while he gets his three once, why didn't he just do it? Listen, yeah, Baz, stop talking sense. So that's the first thing. <laughs> right, doesn't work on, on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, when it's hot. But, but I mean, I, I've just been speaking to someone earlier on, um, why well, it's a little bit late, um, about something going on in a very large blue chip company. Okay, Big yeah. Footy 100 company. Yeah, yeah. I told you the name of you go. Everybody knows the name of this company. Right, yeah. And during the conversation, I said something along the lines of, you know, the way you're explaining this to me, they make Everton's board look functional. <laughs> right. Because it's not unusual. That's why we have all the cliches and the sound bites. Left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing yeah, and yeah, so on. Yeah. And I actually quoted you in this chat because I said, I do this YouTube thing mm. and we talk about businessy things. And a guy who claims he knows, I'm looking at Ned just for effect, oh. right? The, the, the guy who claims he knows nothing really about businessy stuff, you know, and it will always defer to me. Always. Yesterday said, there's no such thing as complex stuff. There's just lots of simple things joined together. I'm just parroting you. Because he's heard me say it so often, and we've talked about it over coffees and all that sort of stuff. Point is, where's this going, right? Mm. Where this going is, that organisation, which is not a little football club run, run like a bloody corner shop, mm. it's one of the biggest companies in the world. Mm. And it's oh, doing, that company. Yeah, 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 and it's doing stuff that looks as dysfunctional as what we're describing. Right, right? okay, yeah. And you've just said, trying to be polite, I think, mm. the board, the, the gang of three, unless it was a four and one flaked off at the mm. end, yeah. just as they got to the destination, he jumped off the bus and <laughs> yeah, got off the step, yeah, yeah, yeah. Step er, stop earlier. They concluded, we'll all go together. Mm. We've stuck together, we're going together. And you said, therefore, if they concluded that months ago, which they probably did, mm. he, meaning the largest shareholder, yeah. had months to do something about yeah, that's it. that's what I meant. Yeah. In essence, that's yeah. what you said. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Any of those board members... Any time since they joined the board, something could have happened that made them leave with much shorter notice than they have this time. Yeah. And you would have had to do something. Mm-hmm. It's called a nominated successor. Right, yeah. So when Denise sticks her hand up and says, you know what, I'm a, I'm Chairman a... Bill, mm-hmm. it's not for me no more, this. Mm-hmm. And he and Bill goes, you're on 12 months notice. Mm-hmm. So keep your head down. This is normal circumstances. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep your head down, and we'll announce this just before you go. And obviously, that gives us time to get a real life yeah, replacement. permanent replacement. Whatever, yeah. But it's not normal circumstances. The woman must have been beside herself. Mm-hmm. Forget whether she's contributed or not. Being in a horrible place, you're only focused on it's a horrible place, not how you got there. Mm-hmm. You want to get out of it. So if she wants to go a lot sooner. Yeah. The stock response from her line manager should just be, who's your nominated, and you should know, but who's your nominated successor? Yeah. If you were ill and couldn't come into the office for three months or whatever, whatever, who would step into your shoes? Into that, yeah. And she goes, looks on the form, because we're good at forms, aren't we? <laughs> right? Looks on the form and goes, ah, Richard Kenyon, for example. Yeah. Right, can Richard do it? Yeah, yeah. Not forever, maybe, but mm-hmm. certainly. And who knows, if he got the opportunity, might prove himself. Who knows, right? 
says, fine then, sling your hook, hang over to Richard, go off and get your life back together. And then we announce Richard Kenyon as interim chief exec, and we talk about a recruitment process and all the things that will be in a statement when it finally comes out. And if it just so happens, because of circumstances, you do that for three board members at the same time. Yeah. One of them, Graham, is easy. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. You don't need him as a number. You don't, because he's plus one. There's mm. three and plus one. So you don't need him. Thanks very much, Graham. Wonderful legend. Scored a lot of goals. Thank you for your service. Yeah. I don't know. You could grab any Evertonian you liked and say, would you like to be a non-exec director? And I challenge any of us, despite the crap, to have the testicular to say no, because <laughs> we're all blues, aren't we? Mm. Right. The other two are the issues. Right. So you then say, we've just done the chief exec, finance director, who's the nominated successor? James Malniak. Right, James. You're in, lad. Off you go, yeah. Done. Done. Some nice words about how good these guys are, the track records that they've got, you know. Yeah. And particularly in this situation, the fan base all wanted both those guys gone. So it's good news. And you talk about them doing the honourable thing and keeping the club in the division. Those two, three board members who've gone were not focused on keeping the board, the, the club in the, in the division, were they? Mm. The sporting side was. And any lift to the fan base would have been positive. So who knows why it's taken so long, but we're just, and I was, I've done is looked at the list of leadership people on a website, Yeah, yeah. right? There's only one financed guy. So if it's going to be from internal, it must be him, mustn't it, to be the interim. And there's one guy with chief executive's track record. But, so what's, no. what's taking time? The answer is not making a decision. Well, that's the thing. That's the, the the bit. But this is the thing. It's crazy. Machinery. We can all, and, and correct, uh, crazy. fully behind make everyone the, happy i'm fully behind the all together now thing because i think it, it gone so once it was the 14th of january once that happened for me that was it any any holistic view i had southampton, game. Look at oh, the southampton yeah, yeah. game and i was looking and going well you know let's look at because people sometimes will say to me you don't like you don't go in hard enough on people you know with whatever and i always respond with it's dead easy to put a camera on on a mic and just go he's a and he's a con, and he's a that to me that's nonsense, right? Totally because it's a motive nonsense, it is emotive, right? And personalizing it to individuals as well doesn't help, really. No, but I'm just saying from my right. perspective, right? Any, any, what can, you do, anyone can do that's fine. I've got no, yeah, you yeah. want to do it, brilliant. I'm not going to do it, right? Cool. I always look at everything and go, right, do I want them gone? Yeah, right? Now let's look at what's around it, right? How do we do it? Will it happen straight away? No, and I look at every what's the angle, consequences, right? I look at it all. The problem I have with Mashiri here is, yes, the board deserves to go. For nothing more than if this was another company and I was just looking at it from the outside and someone went, look at the books of that company for the last few years, you'd be like, well, let's replace them, uh, right? Yeah. A manager gets the sack because these 25 millionaires don't run around hard enough or they miss open goals or they can't pass a ball. Is he on the pitch? No, he hasn't kicked one in his own net, or he hasn't blazed one over the bar. But he takes the he takes the can. I always think it's dead amusing with the managers. Book stops somewhere. I always think it's funny with managers when, especially when you do coaching of any kind, and you realise when you stood on that line that it's out of your hand. Other than moving people into position, there's nothing you can do, right? And I always think when managers get lauded, it's brilliant. I love Pep Guardiola. He's, he's brilliant. 
He's brilliant. But without those City players being unbelievable, talented footballers, yes, he organises them. He wouldn't have the success he has. And if you work that wherever, well, the board could turn around and sit here and go, I, I'd i like work me bollocks off for this, or I work all the hours under the sun, but that person can't sell that. And it's not my fault if if Frank Lampard or Rafa Benitez wastes money and, it's not, and you go no you're right but it's someone's fault to pull it all together totally. so if you're looking at it from the outside you go the board not good enough they deserve to go because we've lost money we're in a position here now where teams are going John Blaine's on a free under 80 grand a week four year deal and he's an exciting player you know, like Tielemans, Sevilla, that's all done. No messing. You know, there's been lots, lots of transfers. And we're all still wondering as a fan base, have we got any money to spend? Or why can't we be a team that brings someone in and announces mm. it now? And all of this stuff, right? And there might be many different things. Everton being a, not a very good proposition might be one. Other pl- players who go, yeah, I've got Everton, but I've got, I'm going to speak to these other four first because I actually think these are better. And if not, we might defer back to Everton. There's a lot of that goes on. But the fella who has controlled this right the way through for seven years is still making mistakes now. It's not, there's been no lines drawn under the sand. If he'd have gone the other day, and I, I guarantee you the 48 hours wasn't Everton's doing. Do you know what I mean? Everton didn't say You need to be thing. careful. You really do. Me? Yeah. Okay, I don't, right, from my opinion, hang on, yeah. from my opinion is that 48 hours, what, I don't think people at Everton all got together and went, he'll announce something in 48 hours. I think that's come from the owner. Yeah, who said, well, somebody but, signed it off. Let me just finish, now I'm yeah, done, right? And therefore, yeah. as an owner, I think he could have he could have drawn that line the other day and gone, this is the line. The board have gone, they've all gone, this is happening, bring people in within that time scale. And now we're moving forward. That was for me like a, almost like a big get out for him to to begin to turn. Perception is always the thing. What's going Absolutely. on underneath is totally different. But begin to flip the club the other way. Look what I've done. You've said you wanted this board out. We've moved them. We've brought this in, and we're now doing things a different way. People, whether we believe it or not, you could have said to me off cam whatever. Still the same thing. He's just made it. He's just packaged it up like when you you paint your house for you sell it. Looks looks great all of a sudden. Yeah. But because they've gone past, sometimes the... you have to say the right thing, even though people maybe question whether yeah, you're well, totally. Look, we've gone past the self-imposed deadline Absolutely. that no one needed. So Way all past... of a sudden, people are concluding, yeah. well, it's because Bill won't let go, or or it's because Farad hasn't got a clue, or it's because because because, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're still allowing this football club to be. Everything that everyone else who had pot shots at it, everyone Ridicule. because and that's what's the big problem. I totally with, agree. With the and owner. the only reason I stop you because sorry, the phrase you used, which I picked you up on, mm-hmm. right, was Everton didn't do this. No, I didn't. What? Sorry, because I meant to Everton did yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, at his behest, and, you know, anyway. and, and there's some really good people in there. But but let's be really straight with ourselves, right? And they have to have some self awareness. People in general, don't we? Mm. Right? Is well, the you're o- talking, I'm getting a drink. Yeah, Carry on. The owner, the yellow of a cold coke or something. The owner isn't the best, is he, in, in communication terms, right? And and what we get into is sorry, people, there's a legend in the house. Big guy, legend. Hopefully he's gonna be on channel sooner, but he might just have come in to say hello, but he's just come in to say hello. So we need a, a fancy camera where you'll be able to sw- 
just pan round. I think he's too famous. So come on camera now. He's not allowed. Yeah, he is. Well, I no, he before, knows he co- stuff. I said he can come on a show before, but I said he can't. He knows stuff. Nice one, Barry. He's uh, uh, yeah. a real life in the know. Yeah, a real life in the know. Yeah, so so we got an owner who isn't the best at communicating, yeah. right? Um, billionaires and all that. Yeah. And then he has fundamentally, or hasn't, you know, generally <laughs> speaking, had a one-to-one relationship with the chair. Yeah. And then the chair has a board, mm. okay? And then the board have direct reports. Yeah, yeah. If you're talking about where the dysfunction is, I've just described it. So anyone in the business who reported to Denise, reported to Grant, or reported, not to Graham, because that didn't happen, but maybe yeah. it did, yeah, yeah. with Snods and Stuart or whatever, um, they're all part of the problem, right? Yeah. And it just... Frank- just Snods or Stuart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But, but, but frankly, it doesn't wash if you're feeling really horrible, because mm. I'm sure they are, and they, mm. they, they don't. no one really deserves to to live whatever the morale is in, in, in that yeah, place right crap, now. No it? one deserves be that, crap, right? Yeah. Um, but they can spend some p- period of time reflecting on could they have done something different. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. could someone who reports, say, say, if I report to you mm. and you report to someone on the board, because I've told you what I think, yeah. and could I have tried to encourage you to tell the board member you report to mm. there's issues here yeah. and so on? And we have someone with a wonderful chief, um, chief human resources and cultural officer. Now Do we have that? Yeah. Now that lady's job is actually to the person she bends the ear of is the chair. Whether she reports directly to the chair or not, she's yeah. like, oh, in my, sorry, this is doing my experience. Mm, stuff, yeah, isn't yeah. It? You know, she is the conscience of the business, mm. you know, and it's just gobsmacking right <laughs> wondering what was going yeah. on yeah i was just controlling it right yeah but it genuinely is gobsmacking how bad it from the outside looking in it appears you talk quite rightly about the, the management of perception mm. right you talked a few minutes ago about the owner publicly stating via a very p- controlled interview with a, a fan group as they see it, the fan yeah. advisory board. Mm. And he said, I will do whatever it takes to get the fans on board. Mm. There was a signal to every single one of the people at board level, their direct report and their direct reports to say, We have a hook to get Farhad to do things. Mm. Yeah. You have told them, Farhad, that you will do it. anything. Mm. So let's do some things mm. then. Yeah? That's... And it's not too late if you're watching this or someone tells you who's. People who are currently at the boat still at the company, right? Mm. It's not too late to remind him. Farhad, you said we would do anything. You're an honourable man. We believed you meant it when you said it. There's a passage of time that's happened. Mm. But unless you were lying, it's never mm. too late to do the right thing. He's, he's got a good chance now, hasn't he? If he points Crazy. the right board and steps back and lets them do the job, do it now, less scrutiny. But the problem with now is, and the difference, this is the difference with Monday. Your statement was that the board were leaving. So whatever you do until your board's in place, you're under scrutiny. So that 48 hours thing, somebody's had to sign that statement off, haven't they? So they've obviously been told they're going to have news to put out the next 48 hours for the commercial. No, they haven't obviously here. been told yeah, that at all. That's not how it works, Ned. They right. can't just. They won't just put in the statement. We've got news in 48 hours without any idea Who's that they've they got news. In the statement, as, Ever- he, as he just said, Ever- either the chair and or the owner agreed what was going to be written, right? saw it and said, yeah, that's it, put it out there. And then they turned to whoever they turned to. 
if they follow process, I guess, in the past, it would be Denise put that out at five o'clock on Monday. Mm. Denise would say, Richard, put that at five o'clock on Monday. Richard would say, uh, Scott, put that mm-hmm. five o'clock on you Monday. You go, you go, you go. Yeah. And then eventually a techie guy, someone like you does for us, you mm. put stuff on mm. our website, would actually put it on. Yeah. And whether like people like Mo or Scott would send it out to journalists and you know the people. I the, just don't understand the forty-eight hour thing. I don't, I don't get yeah, that, a line. That's what I'm saying. Like there's a line that you didn't know where it's come from. Didn't. And it's just and like I was saying before, you're just putting yourself under more. You do. You know because there's no you can't hide behind a board now. But that's that's the the flip side of it. You get the board in and you allow them to do the jobs and step back. Then you can change the perception of you. If we get a new board in and things start improving, it goes really well. And that's because Mishavis took a step back. People can just go look back and think, you know what, maybe that board isn't very good. It's everyone, though, isn't it? It's not just yeah, it. The board yeah, could look like they're that. brilliant, but if the team's still getting pounced every week, then no one's going to be interested. The same things. I think is the big thing, with again, just to go over old ground very quickly, if Bill Kenwright moves on, I think people will feel like things are changing, whether that's a real thing and a non-real thing. That's why thing, it's a whatever. perception thing, and, it, and but, therefore it should be easy to do. Exactly, and he's just <laughs> yeah. hung on to it. Yeah, because other stuff comes out, you know, seeing someone sent me something yesterday about steak, um, Chelsea, Chelsea signing Head? a deal. No, no, it wasn't Pet. Oh, okay. Someone with a different something about There's forty million. How much? Thing. Yeah, forty million. Year, which is apparently isn't true anyway. It's twenty five. If they win stuff, it's thirty or whatever. But Everton's Everton's thinks twenty million a year with them. So not that far is away. It? Well, it's double what Kazoo was. That's what we were told. Wasn't no, it? well, it's double what yeah, Kazoo yeah. was. So Kazoo yeah. was ten million. So therefore, yeah, yeah. it's twenty. I mean, so it, really, it's not a million miles yeah. away. And in financial terms for us, that was a really good deal. It's a huge deal. But Whoever what I'm saying it. is, because the stuff is always seems to be guarded. Everything. This this is more on what we were saying yesterday. Yeah, yeah. The thing about undisclosed fees. Now I know there might be very different reasons, but a lot of the stuff gets in, and this is what I think Everton moving forward. And I understand certain things are sensitive, so you don't, you're not, a, you're not always going to get to the bottom of things. But I'm just talking in general. This goes back to something we've said that you've been saying it for ages. But again, back to that chief engagement officer, or however you you might have to change it because the initials become CEO, which people are thinking. But it's an accident. whatever, no, no. <laughs> but I'm saying, and by getting a grip on communication, you can fill in those yeah. things, where, and then it isn't filled in by external people or by fans who are frustrated or fans who are upset or by other things and comparisons but the one thing I'll say on things like sponsors is Chelsea is slightly different to us anyway so therefore I'd expect in that, si- yeah. that situation that they, Profile, they would get that, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. but the football club has to help itself and I don't I think that to me again far as the over overarching person who has meddled and has sorry allegedly meddled and all of that the overarching thing for me is we have to try and help ourselves. And that has to be a culture change. And I don't know where that, I honestly, not sure where that comes from, like well, how it starts. It, it, well, it, it comes back. Within to, our club, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it comes back to exactly what we keep saying. And we've, we've spent months, I mm. think, saying when, not if. Mm. So all that's coming to fruition. It's still when for some of it. But mm. It's not if, is it? And and if, if our mantra is changing, it's changing. We need to have people in key roles who are, who are uh, decision makers, who are decisive mm. and can effectively engage and communicate with key stakeholders. And one of the ones that you can really get huge advantage out of is the fan base. Mm. What we can't do, though, I don't think, is get get 
end up with a fan base that's addicted to running the club yeah. through marches and open letters and, and, and whatever. So the football club needs to make or allow, it depends where you stand, the fan advisory board to be real, the fans mm. forum to be real, mm. and the people who've made a huge positive difference in the last six months, the campaign and stuff, yeah. that those people feel confident enough to put the name forward because mm. Because the club are being genuine about it, mm. and then it, then a lot of the criticisms about faceless, we don't know who they are, and all that sort of stuff, will go away instantly because you know that lady or that fella or whoever, he's your representative. You voted for him. Mm. You know what I mean? And this almost goes back to that thing we we were speaking probably about three years ago now, and it was almost like create. It was like a it was like a fan led thing, but create it where there's like a. There can be like a vote and stuff, but it's run by the fans. Yeah, well, that's like, what this is supposed to I be. I can't even think what it was called, but whatever it was, but, but you're that's almost what, that. Yeah, like a, absolutely, and that's what the members should, thing. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want to call it, right? And, you know, the guys from across the park, they have the spirit of Shankly, which does it. Mm. People actually join it. Mm. They actually pay to be members of it okay, yeah. and so on. And then they filled the void, didn't they, particularly around the Tracy Crouch report time. And lo and behold, they have elections. Obviously, a lot of their reserve places for SOS people, but mm. they've got a formal channel of engagement with the football club. Now, our people, Fab say, would say, well, we've got that. It's called mm. the Fab. Mm. No one knows who the Fab are. You know, you'd have to go and look at the minutes to even find the names of the people. Mm. They don't engage with the fans. They might think they do, but they don't. Mm. But they still try to go to meetings with the board, uh, with the club rather. Board should be board, but it wasn't. Mm. But, and, and and they meet with people who have no authority. So doing those things properly, a, f a full fat fab, i.e., populated <laughs> by, for want of a phrase, activists who are have the time and, and the energy to be wholeheartedly committed mm. to and want better for our football all of club. that because everyone does mm. and then you've got the guys inside the football club and and the people who paid lip service to it most notably denise barrett baxendale have mm. gone mm. okay she's the one not turning up to meetings she's the one who wants the first fab ever so she can say i did that mm. and all that sort of stuff now if she's out there watching this she might think i'm being really harsh but your your opportunity denise was while you were here to talk to people mm. and you didn't Mm. just go and count how many meetings you didn't turn up to at short notice you know that's a lack of respect that's a lack of commitment and all those sorts of mm. things so we the fans can get our act together mm. let's just make sure the next fan advisory board elections or whatever end up with people in post who we all recognize as being what you just said and then try to change the fab itself so it's more and more elected people from the wider family. But wouldn't they say so that on? they are now? Rich? The fab. Wouldn't they say they are elected from a wide part well, of the Well, they're not, are they? I don't know. Four, of, four, of, the, four of the fab are elected, i.e. people could vote for them. Mm -hmm. The rest of them are from reserve positions where they have their own little elections. But some of those entities mm -hmm. don't have elections. Someone sticks their hand up and says, I'll do it, and you're in. That's not how we get a strong representation for fans. Okay. That's just not how it's done, right? Okay, but there is a cross-section of fans on there. That's what I was saying. But, yeah, no, listen, I'm not... I'm sorry, let's, sorry, because I'm on one now. You are on one. We've that's gone down a cold this... We've got, you know... No, no, not at all. 
Really? No, go on. No, it's funny. It's funny. No, it's... But, but instead of having a few hundred people yeah. voting for the fab, mm. let's have tens of no, thousands. No, this become... I'm smirking because I remember us having this yeah. kind of animated conversation yeah. about three years ago. And yeah. you were saying the same. And it was yeah. right, it mate. Yeah. Let's have thousands in it. Let's go, this is this. We'll engage. We won't do... Because I'm sure the people who were marching and the people who were uh, trying to get it, get people together and put the pressure on don't actually really want to be doing this. They want to be just going, yes, we've got Fulham at home and we've just signed a striker and we've got we it. Because games, ultimately yeah. we've all, we have all. But listen, there are always going to be people who will want to know the ins and outs of a, you know, of the club's backside. It will. Anusha. Right, yeah. it yeah, will, yeah, yeah, won't yeah. it, right? Always. I personally am not that interested. I've, yeah. I have to look into things and listen to things and read things more than I've wanted to. True. I'm a, True. I am a football man. I just want to look up the football and the players and formations and who were playing and other that I don't get any interest and joy out of knowing frigging board members' names and knowing what the Everton's finances are. They're doing a good job. We wouldn't know that. And all exactly right. So and I think I think I might be speaking out of turn here, but I think most Evertonians just want to concentrate on the team and the and the manager. Absolutely. And we have had to get involved in other stuff. We've had to because it's been trundling along here out of control. And people have done really well and have made big progress, and it's how we take it forward. But a, a lot of it, just to bring it full circle, has come back to the owner, <coughs> excuse me, and not having a grip or the board and not having a grip. We have to change it. Otherwise, the football club will. If you keep circling the drain, it'll go, and then it will. Mm. We, Our fears, worst fears, will eventually be realised if it goes into administration and all that because it's run pathetically. But we ain't at that point. We stayed up. We've got to move forward and we have to do it quickly. And, and absolutely. And players do that. Hit the like button and subscribe if you're watching, if you by dare. the way. Yeah, if you dare, yeah. But, but the point is, and, and it's the, where the noise comes from me is, right? Mm. I'm one person mm. and there's countless who must know that fixing this thing is, I'll just, I'll just be bold this way, it's far simpler to fix this thing than anyone currently involved with the football club think. Because they're so close to it. Mm. They're so institutionalised in how things and so on and so on and so forth, right? That you can almost say, if you're at the club already, it's a really uphill struggle for you Mm. to lift yourself above this and, and, you know, be what you can be and therefore the club can be, which is why you need external intervention and those sorts of things. Mm. But you inevitably come back around that loop again that... Mm. One of the, the most influential people on the whole thing is the guy who's going to be the guy who decides who the new people are, yeah? Mm. And so y- you almost trust in that we're going to have to trust that some of the people who get free choice about who they put on the board have uh, motivations that are at least close enough for uh, to ours for us not to be here next year trying to get them out. Yeah, Do you know absolutely. what I mean? And it's just oh, yeah. it's so... Let's frustrating, go. man. Let's know it is. It's absolutely frustrating. It really it's horrible. It's Apart horrible. Apart that, this drink's cold. Yes, well, that's a good thing. Um, Kevin Murphy says, get in, lads. Eugene says, happy Friday, Baz and John. Uh, Liam says, hi, lads, looking forward to the Lisbon game. Coming over from Ireland for it. Would you good think one. tickets will be available at the ground on the day, or should I buy online to be safe? Buy them from Get the them club. online. It, it won't sell out, of course. It won't, so you will get in. But if you want a better seat... Or whatever, I just buy it online, mate. And then you know, don't you? There's no, there's no uh, worrying. Then um, Rob Fulton says, "Machiri is the main culprit. He owns the club and has the final say." 
I'd rather he left than anyone else, but other fans can keep blaming Bill. Okay. Uh, Jay says, afternoon, Baz and John. Toffee from Kent here. Hiya. Hello, mate. Hello, Jay. How are you? Um, Reg says, uh, couldn't get on yesterday. Um, Perth, Australia, cold and wet. Cold and wet in Perth? Is it the... It's your winter, is it? Is it their winter? Summer's Christmas, isn't it? Going so towards winter, Coming yeah. towards, yeah. The witch. Oh, God, there he goes. Salt. Isn't you that... don't even know where Cologne is. The, the other day, Cologne. Yeah. Help, let you hang. Yeah. He went Cologne. Italy, yeah. And like, there's, yeah. There's, there's some in here which Paul Nealon brought in. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There you go. Is, is that guy sending a message like, yeah, telling you I'm in Perth and I wasn't in yesterday? He just said he couldn't get on yesterday, oh, okay. but he's in cold and wet Perth. Tell me what you think about the cricket. The English think we're doing all right. <laughs> well, they did before we started this. I don't know. I'm going to have to look now, aren't I? Geordie Toon for Life says, question, lads, why does it always seem Everton and Newcastle's a midweek game? It is. It is lately, isn't it? Last Mid- two's been on Thursday nights. I don't, Monday, it was Mondays. Even and the away game. The 2-2 two, 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 two at home night, was a Tuesday night. So yeah, the last four. Car- Carlo was at home was a Tuesday night. The last two were a Thursday night. We had one on a Saturday in COVID at home when Callum Wilson. We've had scored. loads of like Monday night footballs at Goodison yeah, at Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Leighton Baines was in that I game. I don't know. The is, is the answer. It was back to what you were saying yesterday about the random, the random supercomputer, which always manages to do things like that. Yeah. Did, did we get Burnley on Boxing Day? That's, that's no, quite a regular one as well, isn't it? On Boxing Day. Oh, have we? Oh, that's yeah, brilliant. That's we have City around, yeah, but we had them yeah, around Christmas every play. year. Even the COVID it's year. It's like 28th of December. We had off, I hope Grealish has a good Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's had the time of his life, hasn't he? New Year's Day on the Well, you would you'd be you would be a bit concerned that some of the pitches Carl Walker holding them up because he's bladdered coming out of a hotel. But let's see. All he has to do is come in, play well, train well, he'd be all right. Yeah. Uh, RM says Everton are now interested in signing Torino forward Antonio Sanabria this summer. The pitch mm, four, mm. four million quid. Mm, yeah, yeah. He's not shaking. Jokeres, Andy. No, 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 no. I thought he. I've, I've spoke to him about him before. He wasn't impressed last time I spoke to him. Alfredo Morelos. No, I mean I, I didn't even need to ask you. I didn't even need to ask you that one. Um, you got any more while he's here? Jared Brantwaite. I nearly quit football. I was going to say, yeah. When, where was that one from? Um. Iniacho. Mm-hmm. Is, is he free, Iniacho? Or has he got a year? A year. Well, obviously, it'd be, it'd be... How much is he worth? Everton are interested in signing winger Jack Harrison from Leeds. Yeah, yeah. that's Jack. He's in that side again, isn't he? Could he play on the right with the left foot? He could do, yeah, he could do. Works hard, doesn't he? Yeah. All yeah. Premier League players, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. What about? Let me ask you this one. Onana, would you sell him? Yeah, but I was just saying, sixty million. Yes, the problem is to sell, of course. This is why I said that the price should be high at the time. But it's only if it's sixty million, it's gonna be. 
I'm gone, Shan. I'm gone. They seem it's, it's a 20% profit on the whole deal, not on the block. It's not. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I, I'm just saying if someone's 60 million and you can reinvest, it then. It's on the profit. So would you sell them if it's on the profit? That's not anyway. Yeah, fair play. Fair play. Um, oh, the, the knee injury for Brantwaite, the disease messed up his knee, apparently. All right. That was what, that's the story today. Uh, Martin EFC says Costa del Merseyside here, 27 degrees. Um, True. Keith says, quick question, lads, I want to join Premier. Can I view it just through the app or do I need to use your website? No, you can view it through the app. Yeah. Mm. On your phone, yeah, yeah. yeah big, big if you go to if you go to the link which I'll put in the comments now, it will take you to a website, and then it will take you to download the app. So I want to put it in the comments right now. Oh, this is on YouTube uh, right now, isn't it? But on YouTube, oh, okay. Yeah. Matt O Nine says it. I subscribe to Premier yesterday, watching and work right now. You guys are making great content as always. Well, thank uh, you very much. If you Matt. want to know how much, it Jesse's is. watching oh, from Melbourne, Australia. Cold, cold, and cold. Could on be worse. Screen on. now. I don't know. Just, just yeah. Jesse's mum's got it going on though. Mm. Um, a song, by the way. Just, just in case you don't know. Um, Mister Lister two thousand says greetings from Ace Mobile Tires. Ten to eleven at night in Melbourne. Yeah, there you go. Um, Ahmed Diallo on loan. Ace, did he? Oh, yeah. Pace, you said. Pace, yeah. you said Ace. Oh, whoa, that's a bit much for you. There's not a chance <laughs> that Andy, Andy's never that excited. <laughs> that's right. Never, never. It was in, a silent in Mbappe, he'd go, yeah, I can see you. <laughs> silent P. I can see you. Uh, Dave Fleming, yes, we are at home, the final pre-season game, Sporting Club of Portugal. At Everton, at uh, Goodison, August 5th, 3 o'clock kickoff. Um, that is the home one. That is the home one. Um, Coventry won 30 million for Jacques. Can't see that. Not going to get it. Can't see that. I think that's the one where they're going. Yeah, 30 in the hope someone will pay 20. Um, yeah. Uh, Gru, Gru Met says, G'day, lads. Aussie Blue living in Vietnam. Love your work. Thanks for keeping us connected. Hello, mate. Hope you're enjoying Vietnam. You live there, so I mean, hopefully you're there. Hopefully you're right. Let's have a look at a few of these Premier comments. Andy, Steepy is relentless in giving me players. And I know most of them. <laughs> Some of them I'm like, I'll have a little look. And he's quite, he's not bad to be fair, mostly. But, Leslie, Uga Chokawuwu. 19. How much though? Really? Yeah, good player though. Yeah, bit too much money, Steve. Yeah. That's yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was saying, I was saying, how many summers have we done going right? Let's look at this, and we're always going. We need half a dozen. Half a dozen. And we're still saying half a dozen this year. <laughs> um, right, last few. Uh, done that one. 
Neil says, hi guys, how can Everton play two games this season on the same day? 25-man squad. Yeah, and kids. And kids. Sammy. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's Sammy 11. 11, isn't it? Uh, sorry, an Everton 11 against Sammy. Yeah. Uh, and they're at Wigan at the same time. Um, decisions, decisions, eh? Neil says, would you like to keep Cannon and Dobbin for the whole next season, or you send both play? If Everton get two strikers, get rid of them out by, then I would put Tom Cannon back to Preston, personally, and give me a year, let him, let him develop. Um, if we only if we get Dobbin's one in, I'd, and it was a choice of of Cannon or Mopai, I'd yeah. keep Cannon over yeah. Mopai personally. Dobbin needs a loan again, yeah, but then you'll sell him. Dobbin, he's got the pace, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, Steve Thomas says, "When we sack a manager and all their back room staff leave, do we have to pay them out as well, or do they yeah. resign? You have to pay." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you take a punt on Ainsley, Maitland, Niles free transfer? No. <laughs> the, the length of the the, the pause. Yeah. Wages and all that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, Daniel O'Connor says, "All right, lads, sat next to me dad by the pool in Tenerife, both Thanks listening that, to the Toffee TV." Thank it's you. right, Daniel. We're about in Tenerife. We're about in Tenerife. I was in Tenerife in February. Lovely, but have a good holiday, mate. He says, uh, "Sporting a few of my Portuguese mates seems to think we're fighting with them for Jacares, though I've not seen them links myself." Do you think it's a little worrying where the only sorry they're the only decent side we're playing in pre-season? No, because it's about building up. We just got We have we have just got to build back up to it. I think we've had more exotic pre-seasons in the last few years and hasn't really done us any any good. Yeah, we've had we've had some. I remember when we won the Australian Peace Cup or whatever it was called, and we won every pre-season game, and we played Blackburn Rovers first day of the season. Bang! Tim Howard dropped the ball, and it was knocked in. Was it Garadi or something? Uh, Grabby, Garado, Grabby. Yeah, scored the goal and got beat one 0 And that's all... what I said before. I hope yeah. we lose all. No, no, no. You did, you did, you did. Um, Mark Max says no more players from relegated teams or players who are out of form. Please, we need a strong mentality. <sighs> Drusagana Gay is the, the example, isn't it? That you can get good players at these teams. Can't be getting 30 year old players, that's the issue. That's right, that's, that's different profiling. You know? Yeah. Decorey was from a relegated team. He was. Dwight McNeil was from a relegated team. Tarkovsky was from a relegated team. Yeah, yeah, but they'll all start. So. We are where we are. Yeah, I listened to this one from Tom. Tom Kite. Hey, lads, my girlfriend is a red. Tom, come on. She's better, mate. It's not an in-the-nose thing uh, coming, is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> her and her dad made the eight-hour round trip from Edinburgh to Liverpool on Tuesday to visit Anfield. Madness. Her dad wanted a share printed, but they didn't have any M's to complete his name. <laughs> made me laugh. See, not just us. Um, Don't they ring the mates at the Everton shop and say, have you got any M's left? Yeah. yeah. We'll sense one over for yeah. them. Victor Boniface, Andrew. 
Can't we just get him and have him in the squad and develop? No. Is he better than Neil Mowbray? Yes. No further questions, you're on it. He needs to develop, basically, is what he said. And Milos Kerkes, left back, is going to Bournemouth, stay. So, but he is good. Right, we're going, because I've got some conversations to have with Mr. Piveridge. Um Make sure you like and subscribe on your way out. Have a great weekend. Um, would it take Diaco on a free? Ten years ago, yeah. 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 Things have changed. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Let's say yeah. Huge. Let's say yeah. Let's say yeah. Right, we're going. Have a great afternoon. See you later.